So right now I'm on a mental high because I kept track of all the episodes up till like since like 70 something, probably 75 and uh yeah. So um anyways, so I did this. I know what number we're on. It's Comic Corner episode 84. We'll begin in about 5 seconds. So give it 5 4 3 2 1 Marcus Comic Corner is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. The show will begin after this brief message. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Armors Block, which is brought to you by Gateway Pro and Blue Code Arms Company. No matter your era, we got your six. I'm your host, Hootie, along with Joe, and we will talk about everything gun and what to do with them on Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. So grab a beer, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. We need a hero. Hey there, you lords and ladies of the Nerd Nation. This week's episode of Comic Corner. I'm your host, Marcus. And I'm Mason Esquire of the Noitly. I'm Mason Esquire of the Noitly. The worst Australian accent ever. That was Australian? (laughs) Exactly. I thought you were trying to do, like, like you were the uh, the British guy from T-Titans. Like... Well, I mean, okay, fine. They're both a part of the Commonwealth. It doesn't matter. I can do a Canadian accent. Anyways. <laughs> Back to the episode. Uh, and we're going to continue our whole Pride celebration for the month of June. Uh, last episode, we talked about uh, gay superheroes. And then we're, this episode, we're going to continue on to video games. We're going to be talking about gay video game characters. Now, Mason, do you know any gay? Gay. Okay, I'm going to be honest. No, I... No. No, honestly, no. So... I'm gonna be honest with you, like um, I, I know at least one off the top of my head. I know they were saying between Bert Birdo from Mario. Birdo is correct. Is it really? Okay, so Birdo, Birdo is a dude Birdo who like. Oh, Birdo is a dude. Birdo's a guy. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Okay, I yeah, didn't know like, that. That's a first for me, honestly. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like so, yeah. The, like so, the most iconic is Birdo. So for those of you who don't know, that is from Mario, mm-hmm. a a type of Yoshisaurus, like similar to Yoshi, but instead of like the round off tip nose, it's more like he has a, a thing like a trumpet type. Like, so first of all, okay, I mean I know this is not a part of the episode. Is that a mouth or is that a nose? Or is it I a believe mouth? that is because uh, that I believe that is his uh, his mouth. Okay, all right, all right. Anything, I mean, besides that, yeah. So Birdo is the most iconic because obviously it's a part of a greater, a bigger franchise. Um, any more Nintendo? You know, any more like Nintendo ones? Because I know Nintendo is kind of they're not as progressive. Mm, yeah, that's a little questionable there with that. Yeah. Um, so I, no, I don't know any other Nintendo ones, but like so here I found an article by IGN. All right, um, yeah. and which is just list our which is just our favorite 
LGBTQ characters in video games. So we're just going to go through this. And we're starting off strong here with um, uh, Ellie from The Last of Us. Ellie from The Last of Us. Okay, yeah. All right, so I do know of her. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Tiny bit, not too much, but, you know. So Ellie from... So, so that's the main I, character. Yeah, I, it's, it's the, the it's the girl. Okay. So like, if you if you've seen the show on yeah. Max now, um, like so we have Joe, uh, Joel Pascal's not yeah, sorry, not Joel's name Pedro Pascal. There's yeah, the Pedro. Gosh, name. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joel and then the the female that he's riding around with that is Ellie. That is the, so the not not the character you play as in the game but a crucial part of the story yeah. whatsoever she's in every entry if I'm not mistaken correct as far as I know anyways to my knowledge mm. uh, so we have a different character this one from The Last of Us Part 2 and I have to make note I have not played these games yeah it is on my list Neither but my I. list is ever growing and ever full well your list is infinite like Marcus is like I'm pretty sure like the universe is jealous of Marcus's lip of, like, li- lift, list of how infinite it is like honestly <laughs> like that's how much yeah. his yeah. So, the sec- yeah. so the second one here like, so I-, I can't really say like I can look through like and just like a little bit of like what like kind of like what gives it away mm-hmm. so in terms like Ellie may be bi or gay or like bi okay. or lesbian because like mm-hmm. um Oh no, like straight up lesbian because it said. Oh, actually, no, that could be a guy's name. So I don't know. Um, oh, so they. Because it says her first love is named Riley, which can be a guy or girl. Or girl. But okay. then her set. I... But then her what? And then, but her sec. Uh, she falls in love in part two. Uh, with a girl named Dina. So I'm assuming that's. I'm assuming lesbian. Then the second one. It, yeah. From the Last of Us Part Two is a character named Lev. Um, he became a game terrible seven. So Lev is awesome. Lev is from Last of Us too. Yeah, Lev is from Part Two, but I can. I don't know that game. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I did a little bit. I love how like a lot of these are like going through series because like three and four are from because so like the first two are from Last of Us, but mm-hmm. two different games. Yeah, three and four here are also from. The same, like a series, and this one is this next. So number three here is Alex Chen from A Life Is Strange. A Life Is Strange: True Colors. Um, so, I think Life Is Strange: True, True Colors is the most recent game in the series. Mm-hmm. Alex Chen is the protagonist, and Alex is a deeply endearing character. And there are many ways her and Jordy could progress depending on her choices. And while Alex is not the first protagonist to have the option of romance, either either a male or female romance partner. Or none of it. Oh, so we gives you the choice like, in the game. Yeah. Okay. So choice based. It generally feels like there's no right, wrong choice in the latest. Okay. So, bye. 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 By choice. Like bye. 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 Like Alex Chan is bye by the options of the play. Like so, it could be either or. So therefore, bye or not at all. Or just like. I I like yeah, I like that. Like honestly, that's it's very it's very innovative. I didn't know that would be a thing. Mm. No, I mean I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know. I'm not a big. Is that PlayStation or is that is that um, is that PlayStation or is that like? I don't know if it's an exclusive. I I've seen it played on PlayStation. Yeah. Because so. my because Robert played one of the games. Okay. And so number four here is uh, Steph Gringrich. Gringrich. 
Gingrich? I don't know. And this one just says the Life is Strange series. Uh, despite the fact that she is a side character in the Life is Strange series, she mm-hmm. gets subtle, interest, interesting backstory, particularly in True Colors, where she not only plays a more prominent role in the main story, but has her own prequel DLC that centers around her first year living in Haven Springs. While her queerness was confirmed in the first in her first appearance in Life is Strange before the storm, we certainly learn more about it by the end of the True Colors and the. So, it not really giving us a definition of like where she's is, but just queer. So just queer. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. from the outer. World. I've heard about that one. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, really? Huh. That's surprising. What? Well, I, I just didn't think. Um. I I when I was scro- scrolling down quickly, uh, through. Pavarti's, and uh, I went down to the number six. And now that I think about it, it doesn't surprise me. But um, just like I never thought about it before. Yeah. Um. So number six is Tiny Tina from the Borderlands series. Borderlands. Oh, really? Which it, uh, is that? So it's hard not to fall completely in love with Tiny Tina when you first meet her in Borderlands Two. The thirteen-year-old explosive expert who tragically lost her parents at a young age is a feisty, witty, and extremely capable. Also, according to her, her writer. Is a lesbian. Lesbian. Yep. Okay. So. There's a lot of interesting characters like yep. that. You know, you wouldn't guess like that. You know, I don't know if they. I don't know. They. I don't know if they bring like uh, like sexuality enough in games. You know, honestly, like not the rips like you know, but it doesn't matter honestly. I mean, everybody else gets stuff. <gasps> what? I kept scrolling down and I found someone else. I found another Nintendo character who is a. Uh, who. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, so I was on number six. So I'll skip to this one real quick and go back yeah. up. So number 11, Vivian from Paper Mario, A Thousand Year Door, which I, I played this game. Yeah. I love this game. I think she's a secretary. Um, really? Yeah, Vivian from... Yeah. She, you know. Oh, she's a canonically transgender character in every translate, translation of the game, except for English. Wow. Okay, obviously, we use it. Canonically. Yeah, canonically. So that means like, like, in, ev- in, like, in yeah, every definitely. translation of the game, except for English. here in America. Because we're stupid. Anyways. Well, okay, like, Thousand, Thousand New Door came out during the Wii. Oh, uh, so yeah, it wasn't. I mean, so, like, I, I have to I have to preface that first. It was gaining popularity. Mm. I mean, not popularity, but, you know, it was gaining, like, it's, like, you know, it was airspeed and needed to fly, but, like, it wasn't as prominent or as inclusive as we are now, you know. So uh, I can see why why they did that. I guess I mean, U.S. is kind of slow. Okay, so back to where I was. I'm gonna go over like the rest of the game. That there is a gay character. That is, yeah. Another character. Oh, two people, which I'm just while the names here, I'm going to assume they're gay because mm-hmm. it's Bill and Frank from The Last of Us. Uh, oh wow! Another one from The Last of Us. I know. Night in the Woods. Uh, mm. Another Dragon Age Inquisition, which mm-hmm. Inquisition I believe is—I don't remember when it came out, but it was—it's uh, been a while since it, when it came out. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's not many on like Apex Legends. I feel like there'd be a lot more, but there's only one on this list. Um, 
You really? Yeah. Well, Hades. No, there is a tr- there actually is a transgender character in Apex Legends. I forget who it is, but it's canonically canonical that she she's a uh, transgender uh, transgender woman. This may this may be the one on uh, Walter Fitzroy Jr., better known as Fuse, an explosive enthusiast and brings loads of mayhem to Apex Legends. Fuse may not have, may only have seven toes, one eye, and only one of the arms. He was adds to his charm and doesn't stop his from exuding joy. His character is having Fuse are favorite fans who prefer being in Bang Bang. Or did I get it wrong? It's like vice versa. You may go oh, no, so, so, You may be wondering why Fuse is on this list. Developers are reasonably confirmed that. The first line in Fuse's lore, ladies' man, man's man, and all-around manly man, means he he is indeed pansexual. Wow. Okay, that's... I mean, I don't want to say, like, it... Yeah, that, I don't know. It's When it comes to that, like, so, you know, pansexual is kind of... Well, I like, so, because, like, like, like I, I, we were looking... Like, in the last episode, we were looking pretty hard for that transgender yeah, role, and, because uh, they don't have... Yeah. But, I mean, there's still so many that we haven't, like, really got seen much. So, like, yeah. So, pansexual is one... Uh, I don't think demisexual was said. Mm-hmm. Asexual, but like if we if we go to anime, I have a couple of asexual characters for you. Yeah. Um, so um, so I like because like we're not well versed in this, uh, and like obviously noticing this as like when you play them is maybe a little bit hard because you're more focused on story. Yeah. Um, story. It, 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 like so, the they they may have paid more attention or listen watching those like uh, interviews and such like that on characters. Um, that's pretty, that's commendable. Yeah, there's still so many, still so many, and whatnot. Um, the last one on this list is from Undertale. Undertale, that does not surprise me. In, indie game, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there's another game. Um, why was it? Night? Is it a Night in the Woods or Into the Woods? Night in the Woods is on this list. Yeah, with like a cat, right? With a cat? I don't know. There's. I mean, the only one with a cat I can remember is Stray. I don't know. There was a, no. It's not that. It was like a, it's an indie game. I forget what it's called. Um, it's a song I used to listen to, and I was interested in what the game was about, and I kind of want to play. It's on Switch, but um, it was about like a cat, and there was like, there was a gay couple in there that um, in there, and then they were kind of leaving the town because uh, that it was very um, conservative, so they weren't accepted there. So they were kind of trying to move to the city. I forget what game it is. Um, it looked like a game I would definitely play though. Okay, this doesn't really tell me, like, so, Undine from Undertale, it, it doesn't tell me anything, mm. um, but, like, obviously, it just, it, it is an incredible over-the-top character who suplexes boulders and loves animes, can either be an extremely tough boss or great friend. Um, but it, it doesn't go into anything about, like, her, uh, yeah, it doesn't go anything about, like, specifically... But I mean, mm-hmm. I just know that she's there. I mean, if you're a fan of Undertale, you know, and like did those before, there you go. You you now know a character that is a member. Be proud. Um. So um, just real quick, so I'm just gonna finish up the rest of this list, and I'll find another one for the second half. Uh, we have Madeline from Celeste. Uh, Zangrius from Hades. Zangrius from Hades. Yep. Um, we already said Fuse. Uh, Judy Alvarez from Cyberpunk 2077, Dorian from Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Greg from Night in the Woods, uh, because his small rebellious trash, an- 
we really like Greg because he's this small, rebellious, trash animal who, despite being a tr- troublemaker and a punk, cares about his friends and his relationship with his boyfriend so much that he's con- constantly afraid of messing up. He's well written and re- he is so well written and real. But this is an entire cast of wonderful characters in Night of the Woods. It's cool to see a character in the game. So, we have the gay. I already said Bill and Frank, Tyler Ronan from Tell Me Why. Don't know what that game is, but okay. I, I'm gonna I'm going to um uh, date myself here because every time I just say the words Tell Me Why, I just want to ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but a heartache. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking too. And then. Yeah, I said Krem from Dragon Age Inquisition, and yeah, so that is all the characters, uh, and that is all. That's the favorite characters of the IGN uh, casting uh, casting crew. Um, well, a vast majority of them, because there's probably so many more people that work there than is shown on this list. Um, but that being said, uh, obviously there's many more. We're gonna keep going over many more in the second half. But for right now, we're gonna take a quick break and then talk to you later. I love listening to Comic Corner. Only bad part about Comic Corner is they only come out once a week, so that means I gotta go other places to find podcasts. Good thing Gateway Pro has a lot of podcasts for me to listen to, and if you like Comic Corner, you should definitely check out The Joe Show. It's Comic Corner's sister podcast. On there, they talk about anything and everything except politics. Sometimes they can get real serious talking about the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Other times they talk about farts and movies and food. It's just plain damn ridiculous. But you should definitely check out the show. They air every Monday at 8 o'clock. You can find them on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Joe Show is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. The Joe Show. It's a podcast. Check her out and get her done. All right, welcome back, guys. The second half of this episode where we talk about pride in games. Uh, as we left off, we left off that list from IGN about their favorite LGBTQ uh, members of the video game community, yes. characters all around. And we're just going to continue off with some more because um, uh, obviously there are more. Some, some are from older games, some from new. But yeah. uh, there's a lot more in the older games than I would have actually thought. Which is, yeah, like... I mean, from from what Marcus has told me, there's just quite a few, yeah. and these are like '90s and '80s games, or like early 2000s. Like, how far are we going back with these? Uh, well, this first one is like so. Uh, this list is from Hornet.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it says like, and it says below are 20 more or of our favorite queer video game characters. This is by no means comprehensive list. So, uh, mm-hmm. but so number one is Eagle from Street Fighter. The original Street Fighter OG? in 1987. Okay. I'm e- just like, yeah, wow. Yeah. Eagle was one of two English fighters in the original Street Fighter from mm-hmm. 1987. A butler by trade. He fights with sticks and wears suspenders and a bow tie. Uh, in later Street Fighter games, he was reinvented as the ultimate fan 
of <laughs> the ultimate fan of bisexual queen singer Freddie Mercury. Believe it or not, some of games make. I don't know how that makes. He's apparently he's apparently a member of the community, but it Is doesn't he? specifically tell you. I mean, the only thing it says is he's a fan of Freddie Mercury, but. That doesn't really say anything. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Queen has good yeah, music. Queen has good music. Honestly, you, you can respect good music. Uh, we already mentioned Birdo, so there's nothing. There. Yeah. Um, Which when was Birdo introduced? Wait. Uh, introduction introduced Birdo as an egg spinning villain in the second edition of the massive popular Super Mario Bros. series. Super, yeah. That was really early. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, number three is Poison, also from. Uh, so it's from a Street Fighter game. It's yeah. fi- Final Fight, Street Fighter. Yeah. A minor character in the Capcom's 1989 Final Fight, pink-haired Poison, has appeared in a number of games over the years, kicking butt moves like Poison Kick. But Final Fight's Japanese maker worried that American gamers wouldn't want to see tough guys beaten by women, so they made Poison a trans woman because of the logic of the late 80s that seemed to be more acceptable. 89, we have a trans woman. Yeah. That's super early. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So video games were. And honestly, <laughs> actually, so this right now is kind of all, like so like the '80s logic. Yeah. But um, but like we hear the like we've had those debates before now with yeah. like uh the the one swimmer who was trans that won mm-hmm. by like blew the rest of the competition. Yeah. So like. It's kind of like the opposite there. This is like a good line of thinking, but then like we have a problem with it now. Yeah. <laughs> mm. okay, I don't so know. I, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, yeah. That was a trope. Like, yeah. So I kept this list. Oh, okay. You, I, I kept this. I wanted to just mention this one yeah. more for the fact because of the name of the game. Mm-hmm. So we have Rex slash Rocks Nebular from Rex ne- Nebular and the Cosmic Gender Bender. Just because it's a gender bender to the name. I want this to is a club. Like, so this is how... I don't know if you have the year, but how old was that game? I, it doesn't actually tell me. Unsuspecting treasure hunter Rex Nebula crash lands his spaceship, the Slippery Pig, on a planet inhabited by by human women who use biological warfare to win the war of the sexes once and for all. But how can they survive? E- help of the machine called the Cosmic Gender Bender, which allows them to tra- temporarily switch sexes. Rex even become briefly becomes a woman in order to rocks in order to escape detection this is this, this is definitely another trans call I don't know why this is so much of a call I don't know does this sound like a game oh my gosh I don't know why but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of here's it here's a picture of what the game looked like like give it a state of how old this game is oh wow okay I, I say, this is probably another like 80s game if it was like a 8-bit I don't know I would probably play it if it was 8-bit I would play it <laughs> like honestly, if it was it was like, I don't think you'd ever tell. Honestly, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, so number five, we have Alfred Horner from Dracula Unleashed. Man, that's like cool. I think it's sound uh, uh, Okay, so uh, from the strange brief period when video games tried to incorporate live video from the narrative, mm-hmm. from uh, into the narrative, so Dracula Unleashed from 1993 featured a variety of actors doing terrible accents. Including very effeminate, 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 yeah, bookstore owner named Alfred Horner, who says things like, "What a very interesting handkerchief," upon seeing a raggedy piece of cloth. 
So he's just, anyways. <laughs> so uh, right. I've actually seen games like this because I own one. Because I own uh, I own the video game version of uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Mm-hmm. So it has the intro to that there with like Jack Black and everything. Um, so I can understand when like how terrible this was. Mm. <laughs> uh, next on this list, we have Ash from Streets of Rage Three. Uh, oh, this is by Sega. Streets of Rage Three was produced by Sega for its ge- Sega yeah from his Genesis console back in 1994. In re- in the original Japanese version of the game, first boss to be defeated is Ash, a campy muscle man who dances around in a shiny black. Unitard with purple biker vest, leather wrist cuffs, and a mid-calf boot with spiky heels. So showing off. Yes. Oh, oh, actually, it shows a picture here. Oh, Mohawk, please. He's wearing a captain's hat. He looks straight up like the uh, a buffer form of the um, of the cop from the Village People. <laughs> I'm not, like, honestly, he looks straight up like uh, that. God damn it. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Yeah, can you not get that out of your head now? Like, honestly. Uh, uh, so he was removed from the American version, but could still be accessed via a cheat code. That seems right. <laughs> uh, uh, so we have uh, Chista from Fallout 2. Okay, Fallout. That's, Pla- a new, that's not a new one, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's- uh, players can select a gender of their character in Fallout 2, a 1998 role-playing computer game set in a, dy- a dystopian future. The game features slavery, prostitution, organized crime, and if you select the female uh, just as your character, a shotgun lesbian wedding. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shotgun lesbian Wait, wedding. Wait, so is that... Oh wait! Oh, that's it goes what deeper. That like so, like uh, seeing the picture. I when it means shotgun lesbian wedding, uh, you might your character may be threatened, like have a shotgun point blank to them as you marry the woman. And if you said no, you die. I, I yeah, I, I can't be sure there, but like I don't know. You'd be like, say yes. It's the easiest level in the whole game. You just have to say yes, and and then okay. So. So we have Vamp from Metal Gear, Sol- Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay. Oh, wait. By- they're coming out the remake of that, the first one anyways. Are they? Yeah. I own the fifth one. PS5. I need to play. Actually. I don't know if it's going to be like the same thing. but uh, Bisexual and Romanian knife specialist Vamp is one of the bad guys in Metal Gear Solid 2, a Konami, a Konami game for PlayStation. Hmm. As expected by his name. He's also- <laughs> what? He's, he's in the blood because of his name. He's in the what? He's, he likes blood. He likes blood? Because oh. his name is Vamp. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, next on this list is Jimmy Hopkins from Bully. Really? Yeah. I, I've heard about Bully. It was one of yeah. Rockstar's other games outside yeah. of... Uh, set, in the new, set in a New England prep school. I've actually witnessed my play my friend play most of the, some of this game. Yeah. Set in a New England prep school, Rockstar Games, tw- 2006... Excuse me. Bully was greeted with controversy before it was even released... Although it had less to do with the boy-on-boy smooching and more to do with angry critics calling the game a a Columbine simulator? Columbine? Columbine. Thank you. Columbine. What does that mean? Columbine. Yeah, it's a school shooting that happened like in 1999 or 1991 or something like that. Yeah, okay, Columbine simulator. After taking just one art class, Jimmy Hopkins is allowed to make out with select boys from various cliques. Uh, 
but only if he presents them with flowers first. I don't know. Care, 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 uh, player's discretion. That's just, it's player's, player's discretion, discretion, but yeah, I, the fact that it's there is cool. It's No, but we're talking about this, the same studio who got, gave us GTA. GTA is like a parody as of itself. Like, I mean, as we, like, as we learned from another list, yeah. the, one of the main characters from GTA Five, Trevor Phillips, is gay. Yeah, and like the thing is about it, I don't, like, honestly, like, if you're gonna play a Rockstar game, you have to deal with the consequences. Like, honestly, you should not be like, hey, this game is that. Obviously, you gotta respect the rating, which most of the time it's not gonna be respected. Mm-hmm. But then again, you also gotta say, if you know games, you know, if it's gonna come out of Rockstar, it's most likely gonna end up being not as appropriate for children as you would think, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so now next we have Dr. Yeah. Liara T. So, I mean, I think it's good. To Sony from Mass Effect. Mm. Mass Effect is maybe the queerest series in gaming. That that's a that's a that's a lot to take in. Well, I'm, I've never played Mass Effect, so I guess I can't really I can't I can't argue. But yeah. I, again, again, I don't want to argue because I mean, I'm, but I mean that's just like bold to say because that's very bold, honestly. Um, with doc with with Doctor uh, Tsong's appearing in all three editions of the series, a member of the Asari, an all female race, Tsong can repeat reproduce with any member of, of any species. If the player chooses to be female, there's an option for a brief softcore lesbian scene in which a player in which the player Shep makes out with the doctor. Okay, that seems alright. I, hey. I mean, hey. <laughs> I've heard a lot about Mass so, Effect. Like a lot of different... After seeing this list, I remember this character and this is actually a great throwback to one of our other episodes that we've done. Which one? Uh, so his name is Kanji T- uh, Tatsumi, and he is from Shin- uh, he's from Persona Four. Shin Megami Tensei. So Shin Megami Tensei and yeah, Persona Megami Four. Tensei. That we've done that episode a couple months back. Yeah. Um, and the- his appearance in the series, not even just like Persona as a whole, but like his his arc within the game, is a beautiful. I believe a beautiful telling of somebody. In the community, struggling with wanting to like uh, facing with who they are, are whether that be their surroundings or something like that, because in in the game itself, he, he becomes one of your companions that actually fights along with you, mm-hmm. but like he's but he gets taken first, and like you have to fight his other self or his real self, and his his boss fight per se against his like shadow yeah. is in a is in a bathhouse. And like it's him, uh, so like you see like, his upper body, but like it's he's in a bathhouse, so he's naked, but like yeah. he, his uh, is this a huge buff guy that he's attached to, and he's just like, ooh, oh, you look so like like he's very like effeminate, like he's gay, yeah, and like he he as a person can't accept that, like um, just for like how the time the time is when this game was made, mm-hmm. but like it's really him like coming to terms like coming out being like okay with who he is Mm -hmm. and I love that like cause like that type of thing is like really hard like like, cause it's a a non-direct way of showing it and Mm -hmm. I think like people who have never played uh, especially in the community should play Persona 4 at least up to then to kind of see that struggle even within the boss fight, but you also through his story throughout the game if you finish playing it. Yeah. Because I think they would respect uh, Atlas Gaming in that because it is a uh, a good telling, like even if it's not as direct as 
it seems. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's the, the only guy I actually can tell you on because I I love the Persona series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so if this didn't tell you anything, so the next person on this list is Gay Tony from Grand Theft Auto. That's very. I feel like there's. I don't need to read the description yeah, I know, here. You don't have to. Uh, so next we have Erica Anderson from Catherine. Catherine's a fucked up game. Isn't Catherine a horror a horror game? It's like it's a it's a it's a puzzle like horror game. Yeah. Like like so Erica is a gossip spreading waitress who develops feelings for to- Toby, a much younger man. It's strongly hinted, and in one ending, reveal that Erica is a uh, post op trans woman, which the virgin Toby doesn't realize even after they have sex for the first time. Develop another game by Atlas, same as Shimigami Tensei, uh, the same company that created. Uh, Erica has, has a drawn uh, praise for being a positive trans character that that isn't just a vehicle for like gross dick jokes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Catherine is a very weird uh, game. So there are two characters. Like, so the main character is somehow end up dating two women whose name are Catherine, and he's having a crisis about it. So he he goes to a bar. He gets shit-faced drunk and then he's having nightmares every night where he has to like climb up a tower and survive mm-hmm. uh, but like uh, there's like he's like he's like dressed as a sheep and like he has like ram forms like he looks normal but like there are other men who are also having this nightmare that are also are at the bar that he drinks at yes um and they just look like full-blown like sheep um, but they're dying off, and like, you see it without the game. So like, mm-hmm. he, like he's having a full one because I don't know how it ends. I don't think I ever got that far. Um, but <laughs> next, uh, Captain uh, Tycho. I'm not even trying to pronounce that last name. <laughs> and again, the name just gets me. Um, my ex-boyfriend, the space tyrant. That's what the game's called. That is that is what the name's called. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> description. Uh, Australian indie developer Luke Miller f- first released My Ex-Boyfriend the Space Tyrant back in 2012. Mm-hmm. A lighthearted action mystery following Captain... I'm not going to... Uh, That's spelled. Min- I'm going to say it's like Minogue. So it's M-I-N-O-G-U-A. Um, Sorry, I... G-U-E. Yeah, okay. Fine. Go ahead. Uh, named, named after Kyle. Oh, mm-hmm. named... Oh, I don't... Named after Kylie as he traveled the galaxy in a spaceship called Slippery Pig. Nope. What? Uh, Pleasure Tron. Encountering lots of uh, rapid abs and one evil ex hellbent on taking over the universe. What? The... <laughs> Welcome to the the That's art. Right. Okay, so I didn't know it was from 2012. The art style kind of makes me think it was back in like 1990s, but no, this is 2012. Really? Yeah. Where? Yeah. It looks like a Flash game, I'm not going to lie. Honestly. Mm. Like the ones you find like a mini clip uh, or um, Cartoon Network or whatever. Or uh, so, place, you know. So many things. Uh, we have Bill from Last of Us, Last of Us again. Okay. Um, from Last of Us. Lot, so lot. that's the end of that list. And then I have another list here. It's just like, the, and we'll go through this one real quick. It says the 10 most powerful gay video game characters okay uh, so power so uh, 
Okay, so number 10 is... I guess Tyler Ronan, which we've mentioned before from Tell Me Why. It was, this actually tells me that Tyler is a trans man. So, I, so he's trans. So we have, okay. We have a lot of trans. Uh, so we didn't have many in superheroes, yeah, but we have we have, pl- we have we have plenty making it up here here in video games. Yeah. So, I, I ne- next week we're well next week we're gonna be doing animes because we we can hit a lot there. Uh, yeah. Um, stop thinking. Stop being kid. Otherwise. Get out of my mind. <laughs> uh, okay, number nine, we have Mass Effect, yeah. and this says Commander Shepard commands the field. Because, yeah, this, I think it's the same when it said that there was like the whole thing with the doctor. So, Commander okay. Shepard. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, we have we have Ellie, Diana, and Lev, who we've mentioned all before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Grand Theft Auto Four and. Anthony Prince. Anthony Prince. Yep. Uh, got Krem again from Dragon Age Inquisition. Six. Oh, Borderlands Three, The Beastmaster. The Beastmaster of Borderlands Three needs no introductions, fancy text, or frilly explanations. Flake is non-binary, as was suggested by the use of such nine. As such, by a non-binary member of the game's development team, mm-hmm. it kind of just looks like looks like Pathfinder. But um, uh, we already mentioned uh, just a shotgun wedding in Fallout Two. Overwatch, uh, Tracer. Tracer, Tracer, yeah, Tracer's lesbian. Uh, Life is strange. We've already mentioned many various ones. Strange. Tekken Six. Oh. Developers of okay. Tekken, the 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 developer of Tekken Six has never officially come out with a statement on Leo, but there are some good reasons to suspect that their inclination Leo is given the ability to equip from both male and female pools and wear some solidly gender bending attire. On top of it, their name was released to be as to be to being Eleanor Kleisen, potentially giving the hint of, of his birth assignment. So we have trans again. Which actually, That's uh, a lot of tra- like a lot of trans inside of yeah, video games. Like actually, this. now that I think about it, uh, there is a in Horizon Forbidden West. There is a, I am assuming a trans character. It's one of one of the um, tribes out in the far west. Um, Man clearly states like is a male. He like male voice everything. He's been just like I was the first one bringing him to wear female armor. I'm like you go. So even more representation there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so, so many video game characters throughout uh, many years. Ga- gaming's been around. I mean, obviously, the earliest I think we said was 1986. Yeah. Um, so there may be more even before that, and there's going to be many more to come. Uh, what, whether that be in coming from Japan, U.S., some indie games. Yeah. Like, th- th- there was always going to be something. Um, and obviously, I approve. That representation is great, um, and and well deserved. It, it is needed. Yes. Because um, that type of thing does not take away from the gameplay whatsoever. It does. It, it is a just a fun little thing to enjoy by the player, and I be, I believe it's just as fun for the developers and the company making the game to put that in the game for people to find. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like call it a little bit of an Easter egg, or maybe just like ma- making those characters to show representation, or maybe making those characters. 
to like uh, show, like show support or like show show the themselves because obviously some developers make characters to reflect people they know, reflect themselves, like sh- show themselves off, and that that's always a that's always a wonderful thing. Um, as I said when in the superhero episode, the representation is great and it will continue to be coming for many years to come. Um, with it being the the month of pride, I I respect everyone. Uh, you all like you are great people. I love being your friend. Um, I hope to make many friends, many more friends like you in the future. Um, you all are deserving of love. With that, but with that being said, uh, Comic Corner is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. If you like listening to us, you can follow us on Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. You can also follow Geekdom's Adventures at Instagram at Nerd Underscore Nation CC. Uh, and don't be afraid to listen to our other podcasts, The Joe Show and The Armist Block. I almost said the other one. That isn't us anymore. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I'm your host, Marcus. And I'm Mason. Have a heroic day. <laughs>